The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone and join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. Roster brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off. If you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP, that's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to head over to the new Discord server, the perfect place to interact with and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, July 20th, currently 5 o'clock on the East Coast. Here to dig into the short slate of games, six games on the schedule for Thursday. It's a different voice, but it's a uh, familiar voice. Uh, Malcolm has the day off. He had some plans, but he will be back tomorrow. But joining me to break down the games for the six-game schedule on Thursday is my main man, Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Munaf. Thanks for having me. Haven't seen you guys in a while, but good to be back. Yeah, man, we've missed you on the pod. I know you've been really busy with work, uh, so we've been trying to hold it down for you, my man. But uh, glad, uh, glad we were able to get you on here with uh, with myself here. So I'm excited, man. Six games on schedule. We'll get into that as usual. Um, side total. Uh, we'll discuss the pitching stats and all that good stuff. But I know you and I were briefly uh, talking offline about All Star Weekend. I know we uh, cashed some bets on the home run derby um how did derby play out for you and then did you have anything on the all-star game yesterday yeah so for the all-star game i hit on the under eight i got it out. i went i took a shot with the national league it looked good in the first inning and then they didn't get a hit to, to the next seven innings so yeah uh, i didn't get there there i went one and one and then for the home run derby i got the matchup julio rodriguez over Corey seager that cashed i had a prop uh outright winner for julio at plus 850 Almost had it. Um, I actually got Albert Pujols as well in the first round matchup against Kyle Schwarber. That was a nice plus money play. Uh, and then I had another outright with Pete Alonso, but I think the deadlifting got it to him. <laughs> that was really interesting to see. Yeah. That. <laughs> he was doing deadlifts in between like his, his rounds. And then um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, J-Rod there took him down. I honestly, yeah. I, I honestly was very nervous because I, I had – a lot of exposure on um, on uh, sorry Juan Soto to uh, not only win it but also hit the longest home run uh, in the home run derby and uh, J Rod. I, I feel like you kind of ran out of gas there in the final round there, uh, Dylan. But um, yeah. it was it was it, I think home run derby is really starting to turn into one of the more fun spectacles in I think across all the major sports that do like an All Star Weekend like the dunk contest. I think after like Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon kind of like flamed out, I think that dunk contest has just just 
dropped it. I don't know what your yeah, thoughts are. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think it fell off a little after uh, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine started jumping from the free throw line. But after that, it started to get a little corny to me. Yeah, and it, like it's not like we even get like the big stars to even participate in the dunk contest either. Like we want to see like some of the high flying guys, but I think that's a discussion for <laughs> another time. Uh, any other takeaways from all-star weekend that you want to get off your chest? I know they had that rule change. Uh, if the game, yeah. is what do you think about that? I thought it was actually very interesting. I was actually rooting for a tie to see it, but yeah, uh, it would be very interesting. I know the managers, they selected three players uh, from each team to home to make a home run derby because you don't want to use all your pitchers. They have to yeah. uh, rest up for the second half of the season. But one takeaway I saw classy move by hometown at Houston Astros. Yeah. Paul Blackburn was the only person to make the all stars for the A's and they were just going to treat him like a regular person and fly him coach. So Houston class move from their organization. They said, Hey, why don't you come on our private jet to LA? So I thought it was a cool move by the Astros. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Um, Astros have gotten a lot of, uh, uh, let's just say not so kind <laughs> words towards their way over the past. Rightfully uh, so. Yeah. Right. For, yeah. Rightfully so we can say that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, class move by the organization. That's, you know, it, it's sometimes it's a lot bigger than baseball and, you know, uh, having a fellow brother, uh, you know, fly with them charter uh, on their plane. I think that's a great move by the Houston Astros organization. All right, uh, Dylan, uh, before we get into our uh, handicapping of the Thursday games, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, Win Bet. Make sure to get down on wins. Bet $50 to win $200. Sorry, bet $50, win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. If you're betting baseball, and I know you are because you're listening to this podcast, check out WinBet and their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet on MLB. Plus, the ultimate fantasy football experience. It's winding down, guys, and we're getting closer to football season. Bet $500 or more on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022, and get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and president of the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522- 4,700. All right, Dylan, we have uh, six games on the schedule, uh, my man, for Thursday. We're going to get into them. Like I said, we have two separate series on Thursday that have uh, double headers. It's going to be the Astros and the uh, Yankees, and then also the Detroit Tigers in Oakland to take on the A. So a couple of early games uh, in the day tomorrow to kind of get us through the day, and then we also have three games in the evening so let's just kick it off with that first game like i mentioned it's going to be the new york yankees in Mm -hmm. houston to take on the astros in minimate park this is going to be a 110 eastern start uh for game one of the double header pitchers i am currently looking at for this game is going to be jameson tyone for the new york yankees and christian javier on the mound for the houston astros in game one Looking at the lines for this game, I am seeing right now the Houston Astros are a minus 126 home favorite. Currently, the uh, total is set at eight. Uh, run line, Houston Astros minus one and a half, plus 152. And the New York Yankees plus one and a half, minus 184. Dylan, uh, 
Jameson Tyone versus, versus Christian Javier here, my man. What do we got for this game? Yeah, Munoff, give me the Astros here for game one. I like Christian Javier in this matchup. I think he should be the favorite against Tyone. Tyone, he's just not the same pitcher on the road than he is at home. He gives up a lot more hard contact, a lot of fewer more runs. So, And I think for majority of the season between the two teams, Astros have had the Yankees number. So I think in this spot at home, they'll get the job done. So I'm going to lean with the Astros here on the money line. I got him at minus 125. Yeah, Javier, I think this was very early on in the season where he uh, threw a no-hitter, no or he was throwing a no-hitter yeah. against them, uh, went seven innings, but um, Dusty Baker pulled him. He did have 13 strikeouts in that game as well, um, and he's done historically well against the uh, New York Yankees. I know it's a very, very small sample here, uh, Dylan, but 10 innings pitched in his career, this dates back to July 2021 last year. 10 innings pitch, he's only allowed one hit to the New York Yankees wow. in that span. 18 total strikeouts, like I mentioned. Yeah, that 13 strikeout game uh, back on June 25th against this Yankees team. Uh, Jameson Tyone, uh, he's having a he, overall, he's having a great season, but Dylan, he's been struggling over his last five games, man. Two and one with a 7.00 ERA, 21 innings, sorry, 27 innings pitched, 21 earned runs allowed in that span. He's given up the long ball um, a lot uh, uh, to, or sorry, over the last five games, is what I'm trying to say here to the opposition. And he's given up the long ball to the Astros as well. And I, I'm filtering this down of what he's done against the Astros uh, over his last two starts as a pitcher for the Yankees. Um, last season, July 11, 2021, six innings pitched, two earned runs. And then his uh, last start was five and two-thirds inning where he did get into trouble, where he did give up six uh, earned runs to the Houston Astros. He's allowed two home runs each in both of those starts. So maybe if you are a player prop uh, better uh, like myself and, and Noah – Get on these home run props here. I think for the Astros, maybe worth a look here as well. But I do agree with you, uh, Dylan, about the Astros here the, on the money line. Do you have any thoughts on the total here? Yeah, so for the total, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I set it at 7.1. Yeah, I was uh, looking at the under in this game as well. I, I like both of these pitchers. Um, I think, you know, Tyone, he, he may give up a couple runs um, early, but I just feel like Christian Javier, the success that he does have, yeah. against the uh, Astros that he's going to be able to contain those bats. And I think this might be like a 4-2 type of victory for the New York Yankees. Uh, you have anything else for this game, Dylan? No, I would just add that most of their games this year have been lower scoring games. So I do yeah. like the under. 100% agree with that. All right, let's get over to the next game of the day. It's going to be a early start between the Texas Rangers and the Miami Marlins. Uh, let me double check. Yeah, it's going to be another 110 Eastern start. Uh, like I said, Texas Rangers in Florida take on the Miami Marlins. Uh, John Gray is going to be on the mound for the Texas Rangers on the mound for the Miami Marlins. It's going to be Pablo Lopez. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Miami Marlins as a home favorite of minus 120. Uh, Texas Rangers plus 102 on the money line. Total is set at six and a half with a little bit of juice towards the under run line plus one and a half for the Marlins at minus 215 and uh, minus one and a half plus 170. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Plus 176 for the Texas Rangers. Uh, Dylan, uh, what do we got for this game? But 
Yeah, this should come as no surprise where I'm going for this one. Uh, give me Pablo Lopez here and the fish. I made the Marlins a minus 135 favorite. Love the price we're getting with Lopez, who, in my opinion, is the much better pitcher. He's won his last three starts at home, and batters are only hitting a buck 80 off of him. So I think this is going to be a good spot for the fish. The Rangers, they just got swept going into the All-Star break. Now they have to travel to Miami. I think it could be a bad spot for them. So I, I trust Pablo Lopez here at home. So I'm going to take the fish. Yeah, John Gray's been pretty good over his last five starts overall, four and one with a 2.64 ERA. But um, I just like backing these Marlins pitchers at home. I agree with yeah. you. Uh, two and ones over his last five games for uh, Pablo Lopez. Uh, 28 and one thirds innings pitch. He's only allowed nine earned runs in that span at home this season, three and one with a 2.35 ERA. Um, and like I mentioned, over his last five starts, the Miami Marlins are four and one. Uh, in that span against the opposition. So um, I do like the Marlins here as well. Um, it's crazy to think that the amount of starts that John Gray has had on the road so far this year, he's pitched 59 innings on the road so far this year. He's two and four with a 4.12 ERA. So, uh, you know, if this was a home game, might be a, a, a different scenario, but I, I do like Pablo Lopez and the Miami Marlins bats here at home as well. Uh, what do you got for the total in this game, Dylan? Yeah, for the total, I have it at 7.3. Six and a half seems a little low, and I think the Marlins can jump on gray. So I would lean the over before the under. Yeah, I would lean towards that way as well. Probably if you don't want to play the full game, maybe worth a look at uh, the Miami Marlins team total mm -hmm. uh, in this game. Uh, if you could find a three, I think that's a possibility. I think this might be another like a you know, 4-2, four, 4-3 four, type of victory possibly for the Miami Marlins yeah. here as well. So uh, definitely will be on that um, team total for this game as well. Before we get into the next couple games here, uh, let me tell you guys about Sleeper. Sleeper uh, is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have one, a sorry, a fantasy league already on there. And uh, we at SGPN, we use it for ours. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick their over or under, for example, number of points in basketball, hits in baseball, total bases, strikeouts. I know we only have baseball going on right now, but there's just a huge menu over there on Sleeper for their over-under game. Once you've made your selections, then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. The main reason we're excited about Over Under on Sleeper, it's that only app where I can join my buddy's contest and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. So on your mobile device, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. Sleep, sleep, see Sleeper's terms of use for details. And we just moved over to Discord, the Sports Gambling Podcast Discord Make sure to head over to the new Discord server, the perfect place to interact, interact with uh, fellow DGEN, sweat bets out together with the entire SGPN crew, uh, all the co-hosts, uh, Sean, Ryan, everybody's in there. It's a great time in there throwing out bets and just talking about sports and busting balls as well. It's a lot of fun. So the way to get in there, all you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. 
um, with an exclamation point at the end. So that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. All right, Dylan, let's keep the ball rolling here, my man. Two games down. We got four more to go. It's going to be the first game of the doubleheader between the Detroit Tigers and the Oakland A's. Uh, Tigers visiting the A's. It's going to be a 337 Eastern start. Currently looking at the pitchers for this game. It's going to be Tark Skubal, left-handed pitcher for the Detroit Tigers versus left-handed uh, pitcher for the Oakland A's, Zach Lowe. Um, Looking at the lines for this game, I am currently seeing the uh, Detroit Tigers are a minus 142 road favorite, uh, plus 120 on the money line for the Oakland A's, over-under set at 7.5 with the juice towards the under at minus 115 on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 125 for the Tigers, and plus one and a half, minus 150 for the Oakland A's. Dylan, Tigers and A's, game one of the doubleheader. What do you got? Yeah, finally not taking a home team, but I do like the favorite. I made the Tigers a minus 130 favorite, got them at a minus 126. So I like the Tigers here for the first game. Two bad teams, but I do think the Tigers are just a better team. They they don't always play like it, but hopefully they come to play for the first one. The Tigers needed the break. Two and eight going into the all-star break, losing four straight. They's not much better, four and six in their last 10 going into the break. But Scooble, I think he's just been better on the road. I trust him and the Tigers bats a little more in this spot. So for game one, I, give me the Tigers here on the road. Yeah, Tark School hasn't been that bad against the Oakland A's either in his career. He's one and two with 3.94 ERA, 16 strikeouts and three appearances. Um, and it's just one game that's really inflating that um the ERA against the A's for Tarek Skubal last season, August 31st, 2021, uh, five innings pitch, uh, gave up seven hits, six earned runs in that game. But I think the one thing that I also probably do want to look at in this game is that Tarek Skubal has allowed uh, or uh, issued at least three walks in every single one of his starts and three appearances against the um, Oakland A's. He had, he's had games of four, three, and three. So, you know, once those pitcher props uh, drop, you probably want to look at maybe Tark Scooble walks issued uh, as a player prop. I just can't get behind this A's team, Dylan. I know it's it's yeah. kind of eye-popping to see that a Detroit Tigers team is this much of a favorite on the road, but it just kind of tells you where the Oakland A's are right now. And you know, sooner rather than later, I just feel like as we're kind of approaching the trade deadline, Dylan, and get your thoughts on this as well, is that Frankie Montas should be on the trading block. And I also believe that Paul Blackbird might be another guy that they may trade at the trade deadline and just kind of really blow this uh, entire team up. I don't know if you have thoughts on those two pitchers getting traded by the trade deadline. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Frankie Montas, he's on the move. Another guy on a different team, I think uh, Luis Castillo, he could be on the move Mm -hmm. as well. And you look at teams like Houston Astros, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Yankees, all teams that are contending, missing that one piece, especially with the Mets news coming out, Jacob DeGrom, you know, he soreness again in his shoulder. So I think we really need to solidify one more pitcher. And I think not just the Mets, every one, every one of those teams I just mentioned could use mm-hmm. one more pitcher. So I think they're trying to clean house. And I mean, getting a guy like Frankie Montas or Luis Castillo or even Paul Blackburn, the year he's yeah. having, mm-hmm. I think it would work wonders in October. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, getting back to this game, what do you got for the uh, total currently posted at 7.5 for this game? Yeah, like you, I, I just can't trust the A's. I set my total at 7.2, so I, I, I got the under. Yeah, I agree. 
All right, let's get to the next game on the board. It's going to be the second game of the doubleheader between the New York Yankees and the Houston Astros. I am currently seeing projected pitchers for this game. Um, in game two, Garrett Cole back in the juice box uh, yep. to take on his former team and Luis Garcia on the mound for the Houston Astros. Um, I currently do not see a line for this game because, again, it is the second game of the doubleheader. Uh, Dylan, we can use your lines and the totals for this game, so I will kick it to you, my man. Yeah, so I made the Yankees a minus 120 favorite, Astros plus 120, Yankees minus one and a half, plus 150 I need at least, and then for the Astros, plus one and a half is minus 150. As for the total, I set it at 7.2. I think I will see a lower scoring game, uh, but that's not where I'm going to go. Give me Yankees and Garrett Cole for uh, game two. I've said this a few times on the pod, Munaf. Whichever direction I am going in the first game, I usually like to lean the other way for game two, so I, I made them the favorite, like I said, minus 120. I do think they have the pitching advantage against Garcia. I think it's a little revenge spot as well for Cole. He pitched well in his first outing against the Astros. He only gave up one run in seven innings. So the Yankees, they just weren't able to get him any run support. But I think in this matchup against Garcia, who he hasn't been the best at home. He's been really good on the road, but at home, not as good. So I think these two teams split the doubleheader. So give me the Yankees on the money line here for game two. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely correct about that home road split. There's been a couple pitchers uh, on this Astros staff that are either really great at home or really great on the road. And I think that Luis Garcia is another prime example of a guy that does not pitch very well in Minute Maid Park. Uh, you know, he does have a five and two record, but the ERA is at 5.04 with a whip of 1.12, uh, which just makes me kind of think is that I think that the big bats of the uh, New York Yankees, Stanton, you know, Galeria Torres, you throw in uh, Aaron Judge, obviously, into that mix as well. That guys that can really um, hit for power, maybe put some over the fence for the um, for the New York Yankees in this game against Luis Garcia. So he did have a good start against them um, back on June 30th at home where he did go five and a third inning where he did give up three hits. Uh, one of them, again, was a long ball in that game as well. Six strikeouts and two uh, walks he issued in that game. He did get the W, but um, I kind of do agree with you is that I really like taking the other team in the second game of a doubleheader um, when it's two competitive teams. And I think that, you know, this is a, a rivalry that's brewing between these two teams. If not, it's already there between these two squads. Yeah. So Garrett Cole back at home or not at home, sorry, back in uh, uh, against the, his former team, the Houston Astros uh, at Minute Maid Park. I'll back uh, Garrett Cole here. Uh, what do you have for this total again? I'm sorry, uh, Dylan. Yeah, I set my total at 7.2, so I do like okay. the under. All right. All right, uh, let's keep it rolling here. The next game is going to be the second game of the doubleheader between the Detroit Tigers and the Oakland A 707 Eastern start. Uh, currently seeing pitchers for this game, Frankie Montas on the mound for the uh, Oakland A's and Garrett Hill on the mound for the uh, Detroit Tigers. Um no lines for this game as well. Like I said, second game of the doubleheader. Uh, you'll have to check that um, usually uh, after or close to the first time or first game goes off. Maybe sometimes they actually do wait for batting lineups and things like that. But we'll go ahead and talk through the pitchers here as well. But we'll use Dylan's lines for this game, too, between the Tigers and the A's. Dylan, what do you got, my man? 
Yeah, so I made the A's a minus 160 favorite. Minus one and a half is plus 130. Tigers plus 160, plus one and a half is minus 130. As for the total, I made mine at 6.4. So same thing, like I said, for the last game. Uh, for game two, I'm going to take uh, the A's here with Frankie Montas. Like I said, I made them a favorite, especially with Grant Hill, uh, Garrett Hill, excuse me, on the mound. Mm-hmm. He's only made two starts this year, and his last start on the road, he gave up six runs in five innings against the White Sox. So there's no way I could back him right now. I, I, I want to see more out of him. I want to see consistency, see if he could go deeper into games, not give up the long ball. So I, I don't think the Tigers could take both games because they're bad teams. So mm-hmm. give me the A's here. Here, hoping they could win this one. Yeah, the uh, sorry Garrett Hill for the Tigers. Um, he's only you know been in I think two games so far this season. Mm-hmm. Um, his home start in Detroit was absolutely fantastic against the Guardians, four to one, where he went six innings, only gave up one earned run. But he went into um, Chicago against the White Sox, and in five innings, he gave up six earned runs off of six hits. Again, very small sample size, but uh, again, the the kind of part that does scare me about the Oakland A's is that Frankie Montas this season has an ERA of 2.67 at home, but his record is 1-6 at home against um, yeah. you know, opposition. And, and again, he's just not getting that run support uh, by the Oakland A's. And, you know, this again, this roster is just not very good about uh, giving run support to their better pitchers here. So um, I'll lean here with the A's as well. Again, you're getting the better pitcher on the mound. Um, hopefully they can support and get him some run support in this game, but I, I just don't have faith in it, Dylan. I yeah. really don't. No, me. I will, yeah, I will lean with the uh, Oakland A's in this game. Uh, you have anything else for this game? Uh, no, I, I just really hope they could get run uh, run support days because, like you said, Frankie Montes has pitched well at home. It's just yeah. it reminds me of some games that I used to watch for the Mets when Jacob Degrom would have to score his own runs. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get over to the last game of the night. Uh, it's going to be NL West battle uh, between the San Francisco Giants and the L.A. Dodgers. A couple of good games on Thursday, though. Uh, yeah. You know, We have Astros and Yankees and then uh, uh, Dodgers and the um, Giants with these two pitchers on the mound. Uh, it's going to be a let me make sure the time. It's going to be a 10 o'clock Eastern start. Uh, this game will be on the four-letter network uh, between the Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers. On the mound for the San Francisco Giants going to be left-handed pitcher Carlos Rodon. And on the mound for the Dodgers, it's going to be Julio Urias, left-handed pitcher for the Dodgers, uh, on the mound. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm seeing the Dodgers are a minus-168 home favorite. Uh, on the money line for the Giants is plus-142. Over-under set at 8.5. With a slight, very slight juice towards the over at minus 112. Uh, run line minus one and a half, plus 118 uh, for the Dodgers, and plus one and a half, minus 142 on the run line for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Dylan, how are you feeling about this game? Two left handed pitchers on the mound here. I feel like it's going to be a pitching duel, but what do you think? 100%. I'll say it right now. It's my lock of the day. I love the under here moving off. I was able to grab an eight and a half, still eight and a half is available. I made my total 7.3 for this matchup between Rodon and Urias. Uh, Rodon, uh, he's had a really good outing his last time against the Dodgers, going six scoreless, striking out eight batters. Now, with Urias on the mound, he's been really good of late. Besides that one poor start against the Cubs, I think he's looked really good, and the Dodgers have won the last six games he started. So three of the last five meetings uh, between these two teams 
have gone under this number. So some low-scoring games between these two. I think we'll get another one here. So I like the first five. If you want to take the bullpens out of the equation, I think these guys will be dealing. But if you want to take the full game, I'm going to be on the under eight and a half. Hey, uh, I 100% agree with you here. Uh, he's had he's uh, had two games, or as Carlos Rodon, I'm sorry, started two games against the Dodgers so far this season. 12 innings pitch, only allowed two earned runs in that spot uh, in that span. I'm sorry, five hits allowed in those 12 innings uh, for uh, Carlos Rodon as well. And Julio Urias has been really good for the um, Dodgers as well uh, against the Giants. He's had two starts as well, 12 innings pitched. Only allowed two earned runs in that span as well. I think these two pitchers did match up back on, I think it was June 12th. Let me double check that because I was looking at that when I was handicapping these games. Yeah, June 12th, that game between Rodon and um, Urias ended in a 2-0 victory for the Giants. And those first two uh, runs came in that first inning on home runs by the Giants uh, hitters. Um and no runs were scored the rest of the game. So I think that we're – I think you're onto something. I, this was one of the plays I did highlight as well about the under in this game. At eight and a half, I think that number is uh, uh, yeah. significantly inflated. I thought this was come around would come around around seven and a half or even an eight. But at eight and a half, I do like the under in this game as well. Do you have a pick on the side here? Uh, I made the Dodgers a minus 160 favorite. So Okay. Maybe you want to put him in a money line parlay. I don't think we'll be able to get the Giants up to him plus 160. If you do, then I think you there's some value there. All right. Before we get into our picks for the Thursday night schedule, let me tell you guys about IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why... We at SGPN use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Time for our lock and dog for the Thursday schedule. Dylan, I know we only have uh, six games. Why don't we start with the lock? I'll kick it to you. What's your lock for Thursday? Yeah, so just mentioned it. I love the under eight and a half for Giants Dodgers. Even if it comes down eight, I still think it's a good number. Uh, two great pitchers. Uh, we don't really have to highlight that much anymore. We we just talked about it. So under eight and a half is my lock. As for my dog, I told you I really liked a lot of the favorites, which worries me a little bit. Um, but I guess for game one, Astros on the run line, we're getting plus 153, I'm seeing. Uh, any Anything over a plus 150, I think you're getting good value with Christian Javier. You mentioned it, Munoff. Uh, Tyon, he's just not the same pitcher uh, the last couple of games. He gives up a lot of home runs, hard contact, and I think with the Astros lineup, they'll be able to jump on him. So give me the Astros on the run line at plus 153 as my dog. All right, so lock for Dylan. Under in the Dodgers 
and the Giants game. It's going to be under eight and a half, which is currently posted right now. And his dog Astros in game one. That's game one uh, against the uh, Yankees on the run line uh, in that game. At around plus 150 is what we are currently seeing on the board. Uh, plus 152, that's even better for game one. All right. For my lock, Dylan, man, uh, I'm going to go with the Miami Marlins minus 120 with Pablo Lopez on the mound against the Texas Rangers. Um, I just feel very confident when I have Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, those guys at home. At a very, I think this is a cheap price for the value that we're getting with a guy like Pablo Lopez on the mound, who's been absolutely fantastic for them at home so far this season. And again, coming out of this all-star break um, at home and the good spot with one of your top pitchers on the mound, I'm going to take that price of minus 120 for with Sorry, with Miami Marlins, uh, with Pablo Lopez on the mound as my lock. Um, for my dog, uh, not much to my liking here. Um I would probably agree with you about the Astros run line as well. I would probably go game two of the run line with Garrett Cole on the mound for the New York Yankees. I know we don't have a price right now on that, uh, but if that is a plus price, that is probably going to be my lock of the, uh, sorry, the dog of the day in game two uh, with Garrett Cole on the mound against his former team against the Houston Astros. And again, we've talked about Luis Garcia who hasn't been very good um, at home so far this season. The victories are there, but again, when you're going up against an offense like the New York Yankees, guys that can hit home runs like Stan, Aaron Judge, uh, Glaber Torres, you can throw in there, DJ LeMay, who these guys can hit. I think that they'll be able to do that against Luis Garcia in game two. So I'll be looking at that price as a run line uh, for the Yankees in game two against the Houston Astros. All right, Dylan, man, that's going to do it, man. It's It's been a uh, short, sweet schedule. Uh, only six games on the board here. Got that in about 35 minutes here. But um, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, buddy? No, just uh, good luck to everyone listening, tailing or fading our picks. And, yeah, we'll be back with more uh, content. Yeah, back to uh, regularly scheduled games starting Friday. So we'll be here in some form or fashion uh, to get um, to sorry handicap those Friday games uh, in the MLB. So definitely look out for that podcast as well. Uh, do us a favor if you haven't already. If you've been a uh, fan of the show, please leave us a rating and review on your podcast player, whether it's on the Google Play Store or the App Store. Sorry, the uh, wherever podcast, I'm sorry, where you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, does is a uh, huge thing by climbing the charts. And again, we want to be one of the best gambling podcast as far as baseball goes um in the country or even in the world so we can't do that without you guys so please leave us a rating and review um and if you haven't already come join the conversation over on discord server now like i said no more slack uh we're moving the uh conversation over to discord um just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and you'll be able to get in there um <clears throat> and join the conversation with uh everybody that's in there all the podcast co-hosts uh, and all the bosses and all that good stuff. So, again, make sure to get in there as well. With that being said, uh, make sure to follow the uh, Twitter account at MLBSGPN. And also uh, make sure to follow Dylan at Rock with two Ks. Sorry, DRock with two Ks 24 on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.